Hello and welcome to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is Mandy. With me as always is John. Forever. Forever. So tell us uh, what we're watching today. So today we are watching Come True. Uh, it's uh, 2020's Come True. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Um, I actually saw this one on Amazon Prime. I think we are going to have to rent it. Did you find a different way to... I didn't find another way. Yeah, okay, no. so yeah. So it's on seven. It's for $7, and you can rent it on Amazon Prime. <clears throat> Hopefully it's worth $7. Um, yeah, this one just looks pretty interesting. You know, this is what I have to do now. I have to go on Amazon Prime and look through trailers and see if I can find one that doesn't look awful. The problem with that, though, is that a lot of the trailers are, are misleading, really, to the point where you're just like, wait, this has nothing to do with what's going yeah. on. You just showed me the peyote nightmare part of the, the thing, and the rest of it is nothing happening. You know what, though? At least they didn't, um, you know, show the whole movie on the trailer. That's good. Like, at least there's that. Um, so this one, from what I remember, you know what it kind of reminded me of, just like looking at it, hmm. um, the 13th floor, it's got that siffy kind of like, there's something spooky, but also scientific going on in here. The 13th floor. The 13th floor where they were doing, never mind. Um, <laughs> oh, it sounds really familiar. Cell, I, like I, I guess, would be the easiest one for, <clears throat> yes, you should. Okay, I love Cell. So. Okay, so we'll go with that. It's, it's very much the mind freak, like, but is it real, you know, kind of deal. Yeah. Which I love to sell. We gotta do that movie. So this one is directed by Anthony Scott Burns. Uh, he did Our House and the Father's Day segment from the movie Holidays. Oh, okay. Which is a, a movie that I kind of want to watch at some point. Just Same. because it's, it's, it's... There's not enough holiday movies that are, like, not Christmas. That, or, that, that one's... That one's or Halloween, or, yeah. Like a, like a, th a it's scary like a bunch one, of, right? It's, a, it's an anthology of... of Horror... Based holiday Ho movies, holiday yes. stuff, okay. Uh, it was written by uh, Anthony Scott Burns and Daniel Weisenberger. Weisenberger? Weisenberger, it looks Weisenberger, like. Weisenberger, yeah. yeah. Uh, he did the story for The Butchers, the Telluride Horror Story. You know what? Oh. And that one was actually surprisingly better that was, than uh, we were I, expecting. I was uh, I was a little surprised on it, just mostly because I thought it was going to be one of those POS, you know, shot on shitty ones. Yeah, and it but wasn't. It, no, they, they were, it had like a weirdly deep storyline going on with it. It did, yeah. I really liked it. So, oh, okay, well, I mean, if he if he wrote it, hopefully that, that gives us some good... Well, he did the story. Apparently the screenplay was done by Anthony Scott Burns. Uh... Yeah... So I mean, uh, yeah. hopefully. All right, we'll oh. see. We'll see how it goes. Um, it has uh, Julia Sarah Stone, who uh, is has done Under the Weather, Honey Bee, and R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour. Yeah, a so couple, it was couple like, of episodes of that. Like she was a, apparently did a bunch of different like characters on it, which would be weird for me because I can normally pick people out. Well, yeah, I can. But too. this took place in 2011, so I was much older than the target demographic for it. <laughs> That's probably why I never watched it. Um, it also has uh, Landon. Liberon, who is in uh, Truth or Dare, The Last Teenagers of the Apocalypse and Frontier. So the the Truth or Dare that he's in is the one that was that POS, like, Blumhouse one, where it turned out it was like an evil Mexican spirit. You, and they you had that. watched that one. Yes, I did. I, I didn't watch oh, that one. Oh, it was terrible. I went to go watch it. I think it came out, like, it, it came out, and, it, like, I was at the saucer. I was at, at this place where we, it's like a pub. And it's right next to a movie theater, and I think Dee and I were just like, let's go watch a movie. It was no, like... Oh, I thought you watched that one at home. No. No, I went to go see that one in the theater. Oh. Yeah, it was okay. a POS. Well, well, then, yeah. It's like watching The Gallows. Like, I just was like, <laughs> oh let's God, go see it. It was, was like... Bleh. The Gallows was so bad. This is a terrible mistake. Why did I do this? Well, I didn't get to see Truth or Dare, but apparently it is garbage. So it's I will also, not be going to see Truth or Dare. No, it's, it's stupid. Uh, plus, we've got Carly... 
Reisky. Reisky, who is in a bunch of shorts and a movie called Condor. Interesting. Which I always like movies called Condor because it reminds me of Three Days from the Con- uh, Three Days of the Condor, which had uh, Robert Redford in it. He was a spy, which is why I really liked him in uh, the Captain America Winter Soldier movie because it was it's like oh it's a spy movie. Oh, I was we've like, got Robert Redford in it. Yay! I, I was only focused on one thing. During, and Last Castle, he was good in that too. During Captain America, yeah, the he Winter didn't Soldier. see he he was wearing a mask the entire time. It didn't really count. Mm-hmm. No, he he and he he should have died. Every kid died. What? Yep. How dare you? Yeah. That's that's my favorite part of Infinity War. Uh, you know just, what? And this uh, is this is uh, the last of our uh, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> this is the last and of our podcast. He just blooped into triangles yep. and then can't blew even, away. Can't even get to episode ninety. Bloop. John ruined it. Bloop. This will be our last podcast. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna go ahead and pause this one here. Go ahead and rent the movie from Amazon Prime, unfortunately, but uh, we'll give it a check out. See if it's any good. Yep. We'll be right back. See you. for the full two-month period? Yes. So we really just show up and sleep. We just need you lying there in REM. REM, the stage of sleep where we dream the most vividly. How many of us are in the study? I can't tell you that. What are you studying? I can't tell you that either. Stage one, the eyes close. A reduction in activity between wakefulness. Stage two, the slowing of the heart rate. Their bodies are preparing them for deep sleep. What were those pictures Anita showed me this morning? I can't tell you that. I don't want to do this anymore. Now we wait. We'll either be hailed or crucified based on our treatment of this breakthrough. It's happening. This is exactly what he's been waiting for. Run! Don't you ever feel like you're seeing something that you're not supposed to? one so <laughs> i like this movie i don't have a problem with this movie this was a is, is a very artful movie like this is an the already, are already movie beautiful like like uh, which is kind of hard for us to be able to to explain but yes if you remember the cell there's a lot of that kind of in it it but, really reminded yeah. me of that that the the visual effects on it um it's basically um if you tend to have seizures i probably would not watch this movie there's a whole there's a couple of strobe light bits they're also using like old crt monitors so when you're looking at them through the camera they're flickering so it's like "Eh." but i like that that's that's my thing so um i there's a lot of bits in here that are are very interesting i just assume though that apparently canadians only dream uh in straight lines you only go through like a a hallway every time you have a dream you don't have like a weird i mean apparently she turned at some point oh i I get i don't remember her turning in the dream though as far as we saw well yeah but we couldn't see what she was saying we we saw what the yeah we could well not not whenever she turned we were looking through the thing but not whenever she turned 
I don't think there was a turning on that point. Either way. That was a twisty, turny road, too, so she would have had to turn oh my a gosh. lot of times. She went, like, all the way around the city. Yep. So, uh, okay, so we start off um, with our main character, Sarah Dunn. Um, Sarah Dunn is... You know, this is one of the things I didn't like about it, is that they don't explain why she's running away from home. Um, I you think, just, the, she, like, that's kind of the, the point when we get to the ending part. So, that I think that's that's the, the point. Is she's that just, why she's running away from I home? I think she's just been there for so long. Maybe. I mean, so so Sarah Sarah's sleeping on a slide. She's sleeping on a playground whenever we first uh, meet her. Um, it, 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 she, she ends up going home to take a shower and stuff before she heads to school. She waits till her mother uh, leaves the house, though. So we, she looks that's... really creepy. Like you're just like, is she gonna break into that house? Or no, no, she lives there. Yeah. Um. So she waits until her mother leaves to go home and take a shower and stuff. Um. She has trouble sleeping. She has really weird dreams, and it's established. I mean, this is established like like right from the get go. Um. It's actually, I I like what they do in the movie. Wherever they, it's like they set up chapters. Yeah, they had about four chapters on there. I I was okay with that. I didn't really think it was required, but um, I thought it was pretty cool. Eh. It was like it was it was the the persona auto what it, what was it? Auto Anima one? and Animus. And then it was what was the third one? The Shadow? Okay. And I think. then the fourth one was something else. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember what the chapters were called, but I like the fact that they had chapters in it. Um what were you going to... I thought you were going to say something. Well, so uh, the thing that I, I thought was really interesting, they did do a lot of show, don't tell on this one. So we had a whole bunch of times. We didn't just see that she wasn't sleeping well just from her not sleeping in a bed. Uh, but she did a couple of things that we have at the very beginning which don't have any bearing on the rest of the movie except for like one part where they didn't really go into it a lot, which was her looking for her friend. Um, but, uh, we do have the part with the, uh, you know, oh, her, she's falling asleep in class. She's, uh, drinking a lot of coffee, which, you know, when, like six cups of coffee. Yeah, she's a high schooler, but apparently she's 18. So she, she must be a senior. Yeah. Or something like that. Uh, and we know that she's 18 because we are told that she is 18 <laughs> later yeah. on. Um, there's a, a part where she's having a discussion with her friend, uh, and I, you could tell that she was asking, you know, if she could stay over, uh, during the weekend, but she, like, the friend was like, well, I'll ask my mom, but we can't, you know, I'm not going to even ask my dad because he's going to cause problems, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and they were drinking some coffee, and she looked like hell. The uh, the actress who plays this one, she was the... the I uh, mean, the makeup, the makeup alone in this movie is very well done. I mean, she looks haggard. I, I can't remember what her name was. Hold on, let me, let me, let me pull up the newts. Uh, this one was Julia, Julia Sarah Stone. Yeah, Julia um, Sarah Stone. She looked tired. She did. Like, the entire time. It was amazing Except to see. Except for one day, which is the first day that the she stayed there. The first day that she yeah. slept. Which is the, I, this is the best way that I've slept in Yeah, in I feel really good, yeah. Um, um, oh, so, so she's in a coffee house. She ends up seeing, um, and she's trying to figure out where to stay. Um, because she doesn't want to go home. So she ends up, um, seeing a sleep study, um, little thing on the bulletin flyer. board. Yeah, a flyer. Thank you. And um, so she ends up taking that and she ends up going to the sleep study um, interview. So she's being asked these questions and stuff like that. She's she's kind of funky about it. Well, the sleep study is two months long. Um, so she pretty much doesn't have to worry about a place to stay for two months if she if she gets approved for this. So she's really hoping that she does. And twelve dollars an hour. So and twelve dollars an hour. Yeah. I mean that might be Canadian money. Oh, God, so I don't that know sounds how amazing that works, though. But... Like I would I would I would be paid to go to sleep. Oh yeah. No. 
I mean, it's, but, it's a great concept, you know, it, although you do have to answer all the questions and then you find out the horrible things about yourself. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> True. it's a, it's an interesting concept and they, they, they walk her in all of this. It's that, that concept when you, you know, horror is going to be happening. So because we know that this is a, a horror movie and, and this is very much a slow burn horror movie, it's a psychological, you know, horror movie, uh, the mundanity of everything else that's happening at the very beginning is just like you're I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop and the shoes drop don't get me wrong but it was just like it, it added the tension in there which was something I did like mm-hmm. they did a really good job on that um she does she meets some of the people who are going through the sleep study we get a couple other people there mm-hmm. you know and it's like oh, okay interesting um and then you know, we don't really follow up on those people from what I remember. Like, we never really find they, out what happened to the girl. Yeah, exactly. Um, which which makes sense why at the end. Yeah. Uh, but then we get... Uh, God, was it... She she goes to sleep and she wakes up the next day and she's super happy and everything's good. And she's going to go get a book from a bookstore. And there is a gentleman there who t- recommends a book to her. Yep, who looks like uh, Harry Potter with a beard. He was actually pretty handsome. So, he ends up... I don't. I don't think that Daniel Radcliffe is very handsome. That's what I feel like I have to throw. He, that in. <laughs> he, he looks like, jeez, he looks like a he looks like a beard in Harry right. Potter. He's got a He's huge. All right. That's a, that's the other thing that's gone kind of weird about this movie is that you will see people wearing things and dressed in things that don't make a whole lot of sense. Like very seventies, I guess seventies, eighties, eighties. Which even if. But then we she had, had a cell phone, though. Yeah, so I know. That was another thing that was kind of weird. That's an odd... Yeah. So it wasn't... This thing was not set up, but people were watching movies out of VHS tapes because he had VHS tapes all mm-hmm. along the walls. Uh, she, when she's inside of her, her mom's house, she's looking... She's got a bunch of uh, a records. At, and a Weekend at Bernie. Yeah, a Weekend at Bernie's uh, poster, poster, which yeah. is interesting. Um, which explains why she's so familiar with the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, but uh, it's still an odd situation. And, you know, everybody's familiar with Rocky Horror Picture Show. Well, and that's a, that's a well-known, like, not a lot of people, not everybody. Okay, well, we can get Bernie's then. Parties, so. Well, there, there you go, then. We can yeah, that, that is a little odd. So, but she's got, you know, the record player. So that was was very interesting. So she ends up um, doing a part, you know, she, she does a sleep study, wakes up, feels good, goes to buy a book, gets introduced to this guy. Um, kind of. So he, he, he recommends a book to her. She's like, oh, you know, thank you. And then she, she goes about her business. Well, she goes to see a movie with her friend that night. So the book was Philip K. Dick. So I was like, oh, ha, Android stream of electric sheep. Ha, 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 And then the other one was, uh, the movie that they went to go see was, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just like, ah, it's the original one because it's, it's public domain. <laughs> Well they, went to, yeah. well, they went to go see Night of the Living Dead. Um, and then that same guy who's at the bookstore is there. And you can see him creeping in the back. John John actually pointed him out to me. Um, and he goes, he sits down, she sees him, and she, see, she obviously notices that he's stalking her at this point because how, you know, how would that just randomly happen? So she... You know, kind pulls of her friend away pull, from her yeah, pulls pulls her friend away. Yeah. Uh, ends up going to this sleep study the next day, and has an awful dream. Or no, no, I'm sorry, I I, I skipped a part. I because they they're giving her the test, right? And that's whenever she sees that it's him. Well, so what happens is that she has the awful dream. Yeah. Uh, we we see these dreams. These dreams are very, uh, like I said, linear. They're they're you're walking through a series of like, basically little rooms that are terrifying. Um, and, and some art house student just got to go apeshit because, and it's very much, uh, everything's in grays, black and whites and grays. 
Um, and so she... Chains. There's a lot of chains. There's a lot of um, broken apart pieces, sculptures. Yeah, a lot of sculptures. Uh, a lot of weird, like, rickety bridges. Oh, uh, gosh. Uh, oh, the one with the, the bed. With the, the long, long legs, long legs on the, the bed. bed. Yeah. Reminded me of Monsters, that one. I was oh, like, gosh. oh, that's interesting. Or Little Monsters, whatever it's called. Um, so they... She is kind of like... She wakes up, She's she looks a little shitty, but she's not having a big problem. They're going through a bunch of these uh, pictures. They're asking all these uh, these questions to her, and she's not feeling anything, not feeling anything, not feeling anything. Not recognizing any of the visuals that they're providing her. And then they show her a picture of the creepy shadow figure that we've seen a couple of times by this point, which is the main focus in, in everybody's dream once, before it, it ends, uh, is these shadowy figures with uh, glowing eyes. And she, uh, she's, um... She has a panic attack. Yeah, she, she, like, freaks out, and they're like, oh, shit, go get Riff. And, uh, the Riff runs out, which I had seen him before staring at the monitors. Because he, he's not a hard guy to tell who it is. He's got the glasses, he's got a beard. So when you see a guy from behind, you've only introduced so many characters, and these are not the characters that you saw previously, it's obviously the same guy that was stalking her at the bookstore. Had John not pointed it out, I probably wouldn't have noticed, but mm. he did. So Riff comes in. Riff is actually the same guy from the bookstore and the movie who is the guy that has been stalking her. And she's super not happy about that. She's livid. She's like, fuck this. I'm not being a part of this, this thing anymore. I'm done. What did you think that you were just going to come in and I was going to be Mrs. Nerd? Oh, yeah. She, she like, says some, like, I'm like, God damn. It's like, would you think you could stalk me and use your nerd magic to make me Nis Mrs. Nerd? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was actually, Why do you keep calling him a nerd? That's, that's actually, so weird. That's actually pretty awesome. Like, she, she straight up told him, like, what's what. So, um, he's speechless because he really was stalking her. Like, so she, he's speechless. He's just like, fuck. Yeah. So she ends up quitting. And kind of. kind of, yeah. And then um, she ends up. She falls asleep at a, a laundromat. So she's at the laundromat. She falls asleep. Uh, After see, oh man, that visual was yeah. so cool though. And and because she sees something on the ceiling, and you see a shadow from far away, um, but like from behind her, and it keeps getting closer and closer and closer. And then she looks up at the ceiling after she um. And then she has like she answers a, her phone with yeah. her friend. She thinks her friend's calling her. Um, friend doesn't answer. She hangs up the phone, looks up, and then they do this thing, and it's like she's seizing, but she's standing still. It, oh so gosh, it, was, it's, it was really cool. It's a shaking thing. Like so, sh the face. Her face is still, but her body is shaking back and forth, and it's like flashing and strobing red and and browns, which was really weird. Um, so it's, it's fairly like, wow, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, it's jarring. And then she passes out and then she wakes up and cause there's a little blind lady who's like, them, those boys, they stole your phone. She can't be blind. Did you say blind? She was blind. Then how does she know? That I don't know that. Well, how do vampires have reflections? I don't. <laughs> she had like cataract eyes and she wasn't okay. looking around. Okay. Well, I didn't see that she was blind, but she did tell her that somebody stole something from her and ran away that these boys, these boys, you know stole your thing and ran away uh so the only thing that she has is this phone which is now gone which has stayed <coughs> charged like this entire time when i'm like that's not the way that iphones work uh <laughs> but uh yeah so she she freaks out she can't do anything she can't call anybody she runs over to her friend's house to to find out what was going on she starts throwing rocks at the windows doesn't answer 
so then she go. The only thing that she can do really is try to find out what's been happening. So she goes back to the sleep study. She finds the nerd, and uh, she berates him for a good twenty minutes before he explains what's happening. Um, and that's kind of an interesting kind of setup. What he does is he takes her in there and he shows her him putting on basically like the cap from Ghostbusters that uh, they put on Vince Cortho. Uh, and uh, can like look at the the dog that's inside of him. Yeah. So, but you can see the dreams or what's. You at first you, you can, can see what he's doing when, like whenever through, his eyes are open. Eyes. Yeah. yeah. So it's like seeing what he's seeing. Uh, so he you know puts his hand in front of his face, shakes it around, and you can see that. Well, he explains that they're watching. Well, she pretty much sums it up that they're watching their dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all different stuff. So he shows her one of the dreams that that one of the else, that yeah. one of the people had because he can't show her her dreams because she ends up having a freaking panic attack because she remembers. Um, so he shows her somebody else's dream, which actually ends up being a nightmare. Um, it was super creepy. Like it's just, and it's not creepy like jump scare. There's not a lot of jump scares in this movie. It's it's the slow burn, the suspense, the the. It's Silent Hill without the rust. <laughs> that's true yeah there's no there's yeah, no weird much. cages there's and, no and, and, odd blood it's it's dark it's cold and it's it's smoky but it's very spooky um it's it's unnerving yeah yeah oh my gosh it's it was i really like it, it was really well done the visual like i said the visuals i can't go on about the visuals enough like they were just really well done she decides that she's gonna go ahead and stay so she gets down for the night i think is it this point where they they switch back over to her laying down Yes, and then she ends up um, go- getting up, right? Doesn't she go missing? At no, that point? so she has a freak out. So she oh, yes. she is having a dream, and they're all having a dream. The uh, the guy who's running the study, who's not Riff, but they call him Riff because he's Riff Raff because he's you know hit the Igor of the uh, the the guy who's running stuff. Yeah. Um. So we uh, we see him, uh, and then uh, what is it? Like, so what we're doing is we're watching through their eyes. She sees the the freaky figure, and it's all staring at him. Well, as they're looking through the four people who are there, they realize that the freaky shadow figure with the glowing eyes is staring at them from every single dreamer. Uh, and that's when she wakes up, and she... Has GTFOs. a panic attack, yeah, and gets, and gets out of there. Well, Riff goes to find her, mm-hmm. um... And he chases her down, which is in his car. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "I'll be back. You know, I'll be back. Just, I'll, I'll bring her right back." Because the head doctor who leads this whole sleep study is is coming to look at the the dreams and stuff like that that night in like a little while. Yeah. So he was actually fairly pissed at them. Apparently, you weren't supposed to show people the pictures of their own dream because you're just supposed to be taking information, which I really kind of like about this. This was kind of a little dreamscapey for me. Uh, you had people like, were they you know, introducing things into people's dreams or something like that? It's, no, it's, it's just, let's see if we can record people's dreams. And he didn't want that. And that was the nicest thing was this professor guy who's not Riff, who is clearly scientifically back ass words because he's been just screwing around trying to get with one of the patients which you're not supposed to do uh but uh he is the 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 main doctor guy meyer is like uh no you're gonna do this in a delicate 
correct scientific way, okay? So I'm going to be here at 2 to make sure you guys don't fuck up again. And so we get this really beautiful hallway scene where we see uh, Riff running out of the hallways. We see the doctor walking from uh, his room or something like that after he'd been watching somebody else's like video feed to see you know the the other shadow figures that they keep running into. Uh, and it's it's this really well done kind of reminded me of um, uh, a little bit from what's that movie like Hereditary and uh, Midsummer. Midsummer. So those long tracking shots that they had in those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was it was beautiful. Technically well done. Uh, like yeah, and I mean that like not like oh it was technically good. No, I mean like in a a technical manner it was well done. Um, so we see Riff run out and he starts trying to find, uh, Sarah. Sarah stops off at a club, which is right next to the park where she's at, which when you start kind of, I'm like, wow, all these places are very close to each other. Uh, and then I thought, oh, maybe it's just Canada. Uh, but, uh <laughs> well, she ends up going to a club to go find her friend. Yep. Um, obviously they've been there enough times because the, the bouncer at the front knows exactly who she's talking about, who Zoe is or whatever. Um, so he tells her to go in. She's looking and looking and looking. And this whole time, she looks like she's about to pass out. Um, her eye was bleeding, too. And her eye was bleeding from the dream that she had. Um, she passes out in the bathroom. Riff just so happens to see her before she goes into the club. So he knows that she went in there. So he's going around looking for her. He finds her in the bathroom. This entire time that this is happening, back at the sleep study lab, the, um patients all dreamed about the exact same shadow character right that was like established before um and then they all show up as like sleep paralysis so whenever people have sleep paralysis they see something black usually um like in the corners or something along those lines well that's what they were experiencing and there there's these shadows that are in the room and we can see them. And we, they so have we're right eyes. We're seeing through the the uh, the the sleepers' eyes now because their eyes are wide open. So we're actually being able to see the room and everything else like that. And it's it's fairly well done because of the uh, the the fact that they had already fixed that uh, part of the the software so that you could see through somebody's eyes when it was you know they were awake. Uh, so it was kind of fucked up. It you're, was creepy. You're watching this this shadow figure move closer and closer to you. Uh, and it's, it's spoopy. And like, all their vitals are staying the same, which means that they're still sleeping. Mm -hmm. Um. Even though they're breathing, like, really hard. Yeah, they were, their breathing was very erratic. It was, it was, it was intense. And they were, <laughs> they're, they're kicking their feet, and one of the guys sees something, he's like, my god, go in, or no, he's like, g very discreetly go inside there and reset their sink, which is this, uh, the, the plugs and stuff that they have on them. <clears throat> reset it so that, uh, you know, so the guy, like, one of the lab jockeys runs in. Uh, and is resetting stuff, even though we can see him and we still see the shadow figure. And I guess it starts reaching towards him or something like yeah. that. One of the guys starts freaking out. He's like, oh, my God. And they're just like, oh, shit. So it's at this point that it cuts out from there because we see that something's happening. The do Even the doctor sees it. Something bad is happening. And then all the, the, the lights go off. It's like, yeah. Boom. And then we get we go back to Sarah and Riff in the club wherever... Riff finds Sarah in the bathroom. She's passed out. He takes her out of there. Um, Sarah proceeds to wake up in Riff's well, house. Riff's yeah. house, which we don't we don't know that's where she is, but we assume. Um, she walks around. She has a bandage on her eye, 
and um, she takes off her bandage, and it's you said brown. So her her eyes were bloodshot, and she had like a brown iris. So it was her her eye color had changed because her eyes are blue, uh, and it was like a switchover. I was like, oh, that's spooky. Uh, and then she puts that back on. She walks around. She finds a couple of uh, tented machines. Uh, and then she looks in another room and... It's Riff. And he's he's uh, strapped himself down on the bed. And he's The bed sleeping. has like... it's It's got these pillows that have like duct tape on them. Like they're being held to the wall for some reason. He's got like straps across him that are like... So he won't move. Like sleepwalk. Yeah. Or things. Yeah, that was weird. Um... But she goes over to one of the tinted machines, and it, it's basically the dream machine that he had uh, wired up to her. And uh, it's starting to show his dream, and he's dreaming of her. Which, thank God, she explains later on that she's 18, because at this point I was really creeped out. Um, it was awkward for everybody. Yeah, but... The, he, the dream... It's so cool the way that they did it, though. Um, very 80s. Very 80s. Like, you see him with sunglasses on, he's driving, and this whole time it's... it's um. It's in bars, I guess. Like, you're watching on an old television. It's like anti-lacing. It's, it was that, like, that weird, like, 1990, uh, you know, frame rate thing where they were trying to save, like, you know, memory for a computer during one of the FMV-like scenes. Every just like, and you're like, oh, that's kind of crazy. Um, he's driving. He looks to his... Like, right. Right. And he sees her. Mm-hmm. And uh, she sees him. And then um, they stand up at one point and... They're like right in front of each other and she has blood coming out of her mouth, but she has on sunglasses too. And so she has blood coming out of her mouth and she smiles and she has vampire teeth. And, and then, then she, he has vampire teeth because you can see his reflection in her glasses. Yeah. And it's, it's really cool. And then, you know, they end up like kissing and, um, it melts and then he wakes up and he starts having one of the freaky, you know, sleep, sleep paralysis. Things. Yeah. Yeah. So he sees a shadow. So she freaks out, runs into the room, and tries to wake him up. And this entire... And, and I like it because in the video that's showing his dream, so you can see the shadow, but you can also see her trying to wake him up, but you can see the shadow coming closer. Mm. I thought that was really well done. Oh, yeah. And he, he, she shakes the shit out of him. He wakes up. They go to a, like a, I, I don't know, some kind of like coffee shop. Yeah, they go to a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she just doesn't even mention the fact that she saw this his dream where she was a sexy vampire girl. Like, yeah, they kind of have a meet cute at this point. It's just like this really like. Ah, 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 ah. It's and, just it's just interesting. It's just it's just so cute. And John actually pointed something out because he's been kind of a creeper so far, you know, with the whole stalking thing. Um, and he's kind of funky about showing his phone. So he has a phone, and even you know John was like. That better not be her phone. But how ironic would it be, though, if it was? Because she would still, you know, of course he would steal her phone. He's a stalker. A creepy stalker. Yeah. Um, at this point, then, we get uh, her explaining that, yes, she does. Uh, hey, can I sleep over at your place? I don't uh, have anywhere to go. Da, 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 da. Uh, oh, you're, you're really smart for, a, uh, for somebody so young. I'm 18. Can I stay over at your place? Straight to sex. Straight to bang. <laughs> And it's like art house banging, so it's like we get to see his butt, and then everything's in blue, and there's like bars, and there's just it's slow, slow love making. We actually do get to see his dong, though. Oh yeah, that was point. that was interesting because she's looking behind him as he's uh, you know, doing you know, it, doing it, <laughs> uh, and she sees two of the figures with the the bright eyes uh, staring behind her. 
Uh, and uh, she, I guess, she's getting there, getting we there, getting there. She finished, and she like passes out. He freaks out, pulls jumps, away, jumps off of her, and uh, you get like straight up down, full frontal, like just just a, a you know not the he is a hairy man. It's just all over the place. <laughs> I saw, damn. Yeah, we're just like damn. Okay, so we're getting we're getting so, down here. So so he ends up calling the paramedics. Um, they rush her to the hospital. He's obviously very, very, very worried about her. Um, he stays there the entire night. He doesn't know if there's, like, next of kin or anything like that for her to call because he doesn't know her that well, yeah. even though they just bang. Um, so she ends up, he stays there, he stays there with her. We, yeah. And that's pretty much what happens for a couple of minutes. There's an MRI. Uh, he's sitting there. They're all trying to figure out. She's in REM. Uh, he falls asleep, uh, or there's there's a dream sequence. And it's creepy, and we don't know what's happening, and it's very, very spooky. And it cuts to a figure with, that is all legs. It's got oh. two little legs on the bottom, oh, and then it's like it a tree full of legs at the top. My my thing that creeps me out is the is it being a dark room, and you can't see, but you hear something running at you, like that clap 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 clap, clap like something like barefoot is running at you. That freaks me the hell out every freaking time. It was doing that, and then it shows it, and it's a big melty pile of legs. It's weird though. It's like it has two legs, right, and like that a are walking, person. and then and then the but then the rest of it looks like a sun with legs, like like a tree, like a leg tree. Oh yeah, more like a tree. Yeah, like a leg tree. It was still creepy. Like a leg anemone. <laughs> it was still creepy. It was it was creepy up until they they kind of showed it for a little bit too long. They did. Yeah. It was they, like, they did do that. Oh, and now it's a melty tree person. I feel like they should have I feel like they should have just left it at the strobing part. Yeah. And then cut it. Like yeah. that would have that would have been more creepy. This is very much this is where it got a little like I was like, "Oh, so it definitely is Silent Hill." Um he wakes up. So apparently this was his dream. Uh and she's gone. She's she's gone and there's nobody on the second floor at all. Which, you know, got me to thinking, like, well, what happened to all the guys, you know, back at the sleep study? You know, like, what's what's going on there? What's happening? Can we get back to that? And they're like, no, we're not going to talk about that. It's like, damn it. That um, pretty much ends. Yeah, like, you have no idea what happens yeah, so with the sleep study. He runs uh, downstairs to the front desk. Uh, he's trying to convince them to go find her. Like, security is, is kind of up on his shit, which I thought was interesting. Because she's just like... Oh, it's probably just because of the, the staffing shortages. I'm like, bitch, you still have somebody on the ward. I mean, you you if there's no way to have that, then you don't have people on that that like that whole fucking floor. There. Yeah, you can't just leave them yeah, there. Like, without what the any... fuck is wrong with you? Unless yeah. this is Canada, which again, that's my only it's a dollary dues. Uh, but anyway, um, he notices that the security guy has left open his uh, security hovel, uh, and she's he sees her on the uh, the screens. Uh, she's inside of one of the, uh... The garages. Yeah. So... Yes, the parking garages. So he runs out there to go find Sarah. Uh, Sarah is slowly walking. It takes him a freaking while to get to her, though. Like, he is, must be running at, like, a snail pace because he's just... He is, like... It takes him forever. Yeah, because he's legitimately, like... She's walking up the ramp. He is, like, right behind her. He runs up towards her. And then somehow she made it completely up the ramp and out down the and street. down the street. And then he has to run up and get her. Uh, he tries to hold her, but unfortunately that makes her eyes bleed, which, okay. Yeah, like she's fighting it. She's yeah. fighting it. Like, don't, don't, like, you, he can't stop her. So she proceeds to walk, and then he calls the sleep clinic to talk to Anita, who's one of the sleep study techs. 
And uh, he's like, I need your help. Like, I promise you, like, well, this will be over, but I need you to get some things for me. I need you to do this. Get, and, get us the stuff. And she's freaking livid because he left, like, just up and left. And they had to explain everything to the doctor. I think also that she kind of had a thing for him. I like, think she I did think too. They, they, they meant to have a little bit more in there because the body language and everything from this actress was very much the jealous, like, I can't believe you're dealing with this little trollop, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like this is what you like. Ugh. You were supposed to be, I was supposed to be Hermione Granger, and you were supposed to be, wait, that's not how the books go. Oh my gosh. So You're so, my Harry Potter, <laughs> goddammit. So he ends up, so um, she ends up agreeing, she grabs this, this all this stuff, this mobile, basically it's a mobile. Dream finder thing. Yeah, dream, dream viewer. Um, so she goes to him, he's texting her, telling, telling, keeping her updated on where they're going. This whole time she's just been walking, non-stop walking barefoot down city gross streets and everything like yeah, that Yeah, like on the streets too like i guess again canada the the streets are all clean and not covered in busted glass or weird rocks or anything else that would like cut your feet up canada sounds like a nice place to live yeah so um they she finds them and she brings slippers which was a cute thing to cute, do yeah. yeah so she brings slippers um he proceeds to you know put yeah. the put the helmet on her they wire get everything her all situated yeah and uh, you can see what, what she's seeing, and she's seeing just this long walk. Like, she's just... It's spoopy shit. It's the normal stuff that we've been seeing this entire time. So, you know, creepy call a hallway, creepy you know, this, creepy that. And it's like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And they just follow her for probably a good... Because they can't wake her up yeah. because she's sleepwalking. It's a long Gosh, long like walk. miles to and the miles. point where they're outside of the city at that point like they're and in a out. forest yeah yeah so so she's walking through this creepy ass forest you can hear stuff in the woods around him and then it, at this point you see Gosh, how many were there? Like twelve? There was like tons of. It was this long line of the creepy shadow figures on the on the screen. We don't ever actually see them in real life until well, we we don't see them at this point. Um, they're but they're looking at the screen and it's just row upon row of these things all staring at her as she walks and she keeps walking and then she walks into this big field and they and 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 Riff says the second that one of them touches her, we can wake her up because you can't die in your dream it won't let you, so you know we'll we'll wake her up at that point and nothing touches her mm -hmm. so she's just walking forever and she keeps walking they walk into a field, it's at this point that they see this giant building in front of her in, huge in the, dream. in the dream huge huge building in front yeah. of her and you hear her phone ring which her phone was stolen so they run off into the the thing and she has a fairly uh noticeable ringtone so it's like oh wait it's hers uh so they go over they pick up the phone and riff does riff picks up the phone Gosh, while uh yeah. riff riff uh, while uh, while Anita is staring at the the screen as they're getting closer and closer to the tower and this door and like the door is maybe light I can't remember it if is it was light. I think so, yeah, yeah. there's light coming out of it uh, and when the phone goes off like he it's like an unknown color so he swipes on it and she f screams and falls to the ground and wakes up and wakes up right as soon as she's about to go into the building yeah so. She wakes up and everyone's like, okay, we need to get the hell out of here. Like, let's go. Like, let's, let's go right now. Let's run. So they're 
they're walking actually fast. Is walking, this where minding. we came from? I, uh... Anita says, is this the way that we came out of? And they look around and he looks at the phone that he just picked up and she's like, that's my phone. Where did you get my phone from? Yeah. He says it was in the field. Like maybe you dropped it or something whenever you came out here before. I've never been out here before. <laughs> well, maybe you walked out here and the thing is like, no, it was stolen. La, da, 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 da. And we're like, okay, that's odd. And then you hear noises. Yeah. And we see glowing eyes in uh, the forest. And it's dark, like it's the shadow. So it's, it's just black. Like all you see is just like black with white eyes. And there's so many in the forest, so many. And so they proceed to run and they book it. I mean, they're like flying out and Anita gets taken and she gets taken like. (laughs) Remember that movie where it was like, I want to say it was Julianne Moore and she like something gets like yanked into the sky because they were like aliens or something like that. It kind of reminded me of that. I can't remember exactly oh. what movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. she gets the same thing that happened. It just gets yanked into the darkness. Yeah. And Riff runs, run, 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 and he says something about like keep breathing, and then yoink, she's gone. He's gone. Uh, he's gone. Uh, and Anita's the only one left, and she's got no, her. F- or Sarah. no, sorry, Sarah. Sarah's the only one left, and she's got her her phone out, and we see finally one of the things get real closer, and it's this really weird looking porcelain mask type deal yeah like yeah it looks like a coal. it does it looks like a porcelain mask yeah um black all black with just the white glowing eyes and they're like pinpoints and then darkness she wakes up covered in blood covered in riff's blood covered in riff's blood because she poked out his eyes while, while they, they were, were having sex while they were doing it yep and she's like covered with like her mouth is like covered with blood and she's horrified because she's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I was just is at this other place. And and so she goes into his restroom and she's covered with blood. So it's, it doesn't seem to be too much on her front because we don't see a whole lot of that. But on the back, like on, on the back of her legs are like covered in, in just like painted, painted in blood, like all down the shanks. I was just like, that is interesting kind of like thing because her face has very little blood on it her hands have a little spritz of blood but like all down her legs just blood everywhere yeah and i mean her fingers were also bloody well like her thumbs were but yeah, like not the rest she, of her like fingers though. yeah because where she pushed his eyeballs in well yeah but i'm just saying like you know at, at that point there wasn't like a whole lot of like there's not that much blood everywhere else where <laughs> i would have expected blood um and she gets she, a message yes she opens it up she we looks don't at see it, it yet then she looks back at the the window or the uh, the mirror, and she opens her mouth. And she has vampire fangs. And she laughs. She's like a crazy laugh, not like a, not like a like a you know like a weird like a ha 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 like it, an actual humorous laugh. It was like a what the fuck. Laugh. It was uh, incredulous. It literally said that at the bottom. It laughs incredulously. It was just like ah. <laughs> and then we we see the message that's on her phone. It's, uh, you have been in a coma for 20 years. We're trying something to reach you. Uh, I don't know where this message is going to come from. And please wake up. Yeah. And then that's, that's the, that's the ending. And it ends. I really liked it. I I liked it a lot too. I think the ending is a little disconnected from the rest of the the show. I thought the whole fucking thing was a, was a dream. I know. Well, obviously it kind of makes sense, but it was very much like. And it makes sense to like for like the missing pieces, the missing people, I guess. like where those other people went after the sleep study. Yes. I, I like. I, I okay. Okay, let's read it. Let's read it. 
What are you gonna rate it? I wanna. This is definitely a, a very well done. I uh, the the ending is gonna get a negative one on me. Uh, so it's gone down to eight uh, stars that go out while you're sleeping on a metal uh, slide <laughs> uh, out of ten. It's it's a it's a competently and very technically well done movie. It is beautiful. The visuals are amazing. That's the, the biggest issue. That's why we didn't talk too much. There's a lot of quiet in this movie. There's a lot of long hallway kind of stuff. There's a lot of very beautiful visuals that are very hard to describe uh, on a podcast. But it was well done. Like, I mean, it's it's amazingly well done. I really cannot suggest this movie enough. Uh, this is a, is a good movie for contemplation. So don't go into this one where you're going to have a raucous party and you're going to be making fun of, like, Halloween 3 or something like that. This is a good sit, watch it, maybe enjoy a scotch right afterwards. I don't know. Just, this is definitely a meat and potatoes movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a contemplation movie. This is a, a thinking movie at the end of it. What about you, hon? I will give it a 9 creepy shadow figures with glowing eyes out of 10. Okay. Yeah, I, and I can see that. Like I said, I just... I that, like the ending. That ending so. just... just uh, I didn't like I, it. You know what? I think it's because we've seen so many movies with awful endings. Like, they are freaking great movies up until the ending. Yeah. Like, what was that? Uh, Sam was here. Sam was here was Perfect, like perfect yeah. example. Perfect, awesome movie. Really, really good. Last up shift. until yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah last, last shift was a lot better. Yeah, up that. until yeah, it was... shit the bed at the end. And <laughs> I feel like this one did not shit the bed at the end. No, it it could have it... been a little... It could have been different. Yeah. But I do like what they See, did with it. My thing is, is that the, what you mentioned with the chapter situation was I think that they wrote the chapters. They did the chapters separately. And that's why there's such a disconnect from the the last chapter compared to the rest of them. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. and it, it feels like the, the last part is a completely separated movie from the point when we had the spooky shadow figures. It just... And who knows? Maybe this is like... Maybe it like we can get a director's cut or something. Maybe this is not the ending that they were originally shooting for. Maybe. So I, I, I would love to see something like that. See if there was another ending that was supposed yeah. to happen. Yeah. I mean, that would be great. Hopefully there there is something like that. Or, or maybe there'll be like a weird cut that uh, somebody else puts out. Or maybe some apocrypha I can read online that says, this is what we really meant to do. But they wouldn't let it do it. I don't think so, though. Because the same guy who did this one did Butchers. So I think these are more... If not independent, but the more of those Raven Rock kind of deals where it's just a or Raven Banner. 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 Yeah, yeah, whatever the I hell think. it's called. Uh, so I think they're they're a little not as like hands on as they have been with these things. But again, this was a really good movie. Um I think it's worth the seven dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth the seven bucks. Um, you know, we'll really three fifty with the two of us watching at the same time. So yeah, it works out really well. I mean, Honestly, I'd probably buy it on Blu ray. Yeah. I would watch it again. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we need to because we need to show D. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, man, he's going to love it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, what about you? Um, yeah, no no recommendations today. We're going to go ahead and skip that. Yeah. Uh, but what about y'all? Um, is there a spooky dream that you liked? Did you love the ending? Do you like abrupt endings? Do you hate life? I don't know. Just tell me about it. Reach out to us at esat3am at gmail.com, esat3am at uh, Facebook and Twitter, uh, or www.esat3am.com on uh, the World Wide Web. Uh, or reach out to us on our Anchor FM page uh, and leave us a voicemail. It's uh, everything scary at 3 a.m. on there. Yep. Not hard to remember, y'all. Nope. But until next time. All right. See you then. Later. I wonder if everybody dreams about the black shadows. I mean, you'd assume so. I don't. I mean, it didn't have anything about, like, constantly going back to school or... <laughs>
constantly doing, going doing a naked a naked talk in front of the whole school constantly having to go back to the, the mall i'm always at the mall i, I haven't been to a you, mall in 10 you years hate shopping i don't know eh. Eh. weird <laughs>